0: are listening to the Classic Sermons Podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. You will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival sermons from great preachers of the past. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. I have an idea that most of us, if not all of us in this room this morning, would not want to someday become a casualty on the spiritual battlefield. I have an idea that most of us this morning would like to be able to say with the apostle, when the life our life is over, I have fought the good fight, I've kept the faith, I've finished the course. I have an idea that most of us would like to endure. I don't mean concerning salvation, I mean concerning service, I most of us would like to endure to the end. I have an idea that most of the people in this room this morning would not want to become a castaway. In case that's your desire, I'm going to show you this morning the way, that, the best way to prevent it. I want to start to speak this morning on the subject. Decide to start deciding. Decide to start deciding. Now, if you don't listen carefully, you may think I'm making a play on words, but I'm not. I'm bringing a message that's very, I think, very vital on the subject, decide to start deciding. I think perhaps as much as I've ever wanted you to, I want you to listen to what I have to say this morning. Our Heavenly Father speak to our hearts today, salvage our lives all the way to the end, keep us from becoming a casualty, help us to endure to the end, help us to be faithful all the way to heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. It's a strange statement that is made by Joshua, when he says these words, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose lands ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua said, we, we're going to serve the Lord. And by the way, he didn't say he was deciding right then to serve the Lord. He said, you decide what you're going to do, but I've already decided what I'm going to do. He said, it's all been settled. He said, for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. Now this is strange. Now listen carefully. This is strange because Joshua is making this vow because as soon as this speech is over, He dies. This is Joshua's goodbye speech. He's going to heaven. Please do not write while I'm talking. Please look right at me and listen to me. I want to speak to your heart and your mind, not to your notebook. I Joshua is I'm not kidding, is going to die. In just a few just in a while. He finishes his speech. In fact, in your Schofield Bible, uh, I think it says Joshua's farewell address to his people. Something like that. Now, what in the world is Joshua doing, saying, Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. But now, wait a minute. There's something else worth noting here. He's asking these people to make a decision they've already made. They're in the promised land. They've crossed the... Red Sea a long time ago, and not a long time ago they've crossed the Jordan River. They're in the promised land. And now Joshua says, choose you this day whom you will serve. Well, they already made that decision. They made that decision in Exodus chapter 12 and chapter 13, when it was time for them to decide whether to stay in Egypt or leave the land of Egypt. They made that decision again in Exodus thirty-two twenty-six. When Moses came back from the mountaintop and saw them uh, worshiping the golden calf, uh, Moses said, look, uh, uh, who's on the Lord's side? Who's on the Lord? Make the decision. Now, why then is Joshua... And and by the way, they're in the promised land. Uh, (coughs) They had come already to their destination. They had reached their goal. And yet Joshua says, choose. Decide to serve God. Again and again and again they had made this decision. Now listen carefully. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the great key to success. Don't make a decision. Decide to start making a decision. Uh, Let me put it this way. I have decided what I will decide when I have to decide. Are you listening? You'll never hear a better statement than that outside the Bible. I have decided what I will decide when I must make a decision. Now, you need to decide over and over and over again. But you need, once and for all, to decide what you will decide. Let me illustrate. This is old hat. When I was a young man, as you know, I made five decisions one night in the wee hours of the morning. In 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 the first real battle I ever faced as a young preacher, I made a decision that money would never be an issue in my ministry. I made that decision. I made a decision that night that nobody would ever meddle with my preaching. Two and two is four. Sunrise east sets in the west, and nobody meddles with my preaching. I made that decision. Nobody will decide what I preach. Nobody will decide where I preach. Nobody will decide when I preach. And for your information, nobody will decide how long I preach either. But uh, anyway, I made that decision years ago. Now, what, what did I do? I made a decision that whenever I had to face a decision about my preaching, I made the decision that I'd make when I faced that decision. You follow me? Now, I've had to make that decision time and time again. But I decided years ago what the decision would be when the decision came. Consequently, I, I don't rethink my decisions. I simply restate my decision that I would, was going to make when the decision comes up. For example, I mentioned money a while ago. Now, don't miss this now. You need this. I mentioned money a while ago. I decided years ago that money would never be an issue in my preaching. All right, so when a fellow, a well-known television evangelist, told me he'd give me $10,000 to come and preach five nights at his church, I didn't go. He said, I'll put you on television, nationwide television, five times, and give you $10,000 for five nights. I said, no way, I won't come for less than 15. <laughs> Just want to see if you're still there. And, uh, but but I, I'm simply saying, money is not the issue. I mean, uh, in fact, when he, when, he, when he told me how much he'd offer me, that meant I couldn't go. Now, you say, preacher, you, that was a hard decision. I didn't decide it. I had decided years ago what to decide when I faced that decision, you see. So it's no problem for me. So I'm simply saying, that's what Joshua was doing. Joshua was saying, as far as me and my house is concerned, we're going to serve the Lord. Well, Joshua, you made the right decision. Didn't make it. Didn't make it. Made years ago. Years ago, I decided what to decide when I had to make a decision. And by the way, I decided to decide before I had to make the decision. That's why when I came to First Baptist Church of Hammond, I um, uh, I hate to tell you this story, but but some of the deacons decided they didn't like my preaching. I wouldn't give you a dime for a preacher where all the deacons like his preaching. But uh, anyway, uh, but but uh, and we have no deacon trouble here at this church. Of course, we have the finest board deacons in the world. But uh, but of course, there's not many good ones in the world. There's not much competition. But uh, I. Uh, Uh, Some of the deacons decided that they didn't like my preaching. I'm talking about 31 years ago now. And so they came to me and said, we'd like to discuss your preaching. I said, that's fine. They said, could we have a discussion about your preaching? I said, yes. They said, would tomorrow night, Monday night be okay? I said, that's fine. They said, would the Francis classroom be all?" I said, that's a good place. They said, would 7 o'clock be okay? I said, that's a good time. Okay. They said, 7 o'clock. Tomorrow night, Monday night, in the Francis classroom. I said, that's good. They called me about 7.30 the next night and said, where are you? I said, I'm home. Where do you think I was? I said, you called the house, didn't you? I'm home. They said, you said we can discuss your preaching. Tonight at 7 o'clock. I said, you can. You can discuss it every night at 7 o'clock if you want to. But I'm not going to show up. I, you say, Brother Hiles, I bet that's a tough decision, wasn't it? Um, I didn't make that decision because I decided 43 years ago what to decide that night. And that's what Joshua was saying. Folks, uh, what you ought to do is decide what decision you'll make when decision time comes. And before you face the decision, go ahead and make the decision. You decide to decide, so you won't have to make the decision. You understand that? I don't. I read it in a book. I thought it looked mighty good to me. Now, let me make it very plain. I don't rethink my decisions. But again and again, I remake the decision that I made years ago concerning what I would decide when I faced the decision. I was in Texas. A deacon, I'd just taken another church. A deacon came to me and said, "Now, concerning your preaching," and I said, "Deacon, let's make it very plain. We vote when we build a building. You get one vote. We borrow money. You get one vote." We, we, uh, uh, when we paint the walls, you get one vote. When I walk in the pulpit, you don't get no vote. Oh, you say, "Boy, oh, I admire a man when he faces temptation like that. He makes the right decision. I didn't make the right decision. I decided years ago what to decide when that decision came up. In every area of your life, you ought to already have it decided, what you're going to decide when you have to decide. You won't have to say, what will I do? You simply say, this is what I decided years ago to decide to do at this time. So, so the people of God simply over and over again decided. Now they didn't decide what to do. They decided to do what they decided to do when they had to decide to do it. You're not following me, are you? This sermon's above your head. You're not smart enough for this sermon. I, I'm not either, really. But what I'm saying, that's the secret of the Christian life. When, you, when temptation comes, you shouldn't have to decide whether or not to, 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 to yield to temptation. You should have decided a long time ago what to decide when the decision comes to yield to temptation. So you won't have to belabor your decision. You've already decided what to decide when decision time comes. You don't, for example, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't decide. If you don't want to quit, then quit, quit facing the decision Every day as to whether to quit or not. I decided years ago that when time came to decide whether or not to quit, I wasn't going to quit. So before I face the alternatives of quit or, or not quit, I will quickly say I've already decided when time comes not to quit. And by the way, every morning in the bathroom, I, when I bathe, I shower, every morning I, uh, I, I go to the bathroom and shower. That's, that's I thought that would be the best place to shower. And uh, I, uh, I, I go shower. And while I'm showering, I face the same old devil I face every morning. And I say every morning, I'm not going to quit. You say, preacher, you have to decide not to quit every morning? No. No. Before I get there, I decide what I already decided. I decide when the devil came to me. So the devil and every morning he comes to me. In the last few years, every morning he says, "Look, you're you're older now. You don't have to put up with all this garbage. You have to put up with all this this uh, uh, criticism you get. Uh, you could just quit and travel around the country and preach from church to church and not put up with all this garbage. You have to put up with, won't you?" And I said, "Hold it, hold it! I've decided to stay in the devil a long time ago." You said, "Brother, Iles, What if you decide someday in, in the shower?" Uh, If it's a cold shower, I don't know what kind of decision I'll make. But you say, what if you decide sometime in the shower uh, 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 to quit? I won't decide to quit because I decided years ago what to decide when I had to decide whether or not to quit. I was a paratrooper. I decided when I joined the paratroopers to get my wings. I decided not to quit. So we had to run 10 miles a day without stopping up and down hills with, uh, with uh, combat boots on, counting cadence most of the time. When the decision came whether to keep on going or not, before the decision came, I decided, I decided to do what Dar decided. I decided when I got the paratroopers, I'd always decide not to quit when I had to decide whether or not to quit. Well, this is good. Listen, you ought to decide now uh, uh, when temptation comes. Young ladies... You ought to decide what your decision is going to be when some lustful lughead tries to steal your purity. You shouldn't have to decide. Decide now what you'll decide every time that temptation comes. So when I was a paratrooper, I was going to get my wings. I was going to be a, i was. I was in training. I was going to get my wings. You sit over the house. Did you ever think about quitting? Or no, did not think about quitting because I don't, I don't get that far? I saw thinking about quitting coming toward me. And as I saw thinking about quitting coming toward me, I made the decision that I'd made a long time ago before I have to make the decision. You understand what I'm saying? I'm saying, if, if, if you'll this de- that's what Joshua said. Joshua said, I decided a long time ago, I was going to hang in there to the end, and me and my house, as far as we're concerned, we're going to serve God. And Joshua said, I've decided again, and again, and again, and again, but I always decided again before I faced a decision. I decided, when I was in college, and by the way, that's why you turn coach quit college. I decided before I went to college I was going to get my degree. You say did you, ever, did you ever think about quitting? No, sir. When I saw thinking about quitting coming, I made the decision again that I decided to make when I saw thinking about quitting coming. So I never I never, I never, never entertained quitting, but when I saw a week time coming, I said, I decided again, I'll not quit. I'll not quit. Again and again, I decided I'll not quit. I'll not quit. Why? Because I had decided when I first started, started the college what decision I'd make when I had to face that decision and before the alternative came. <clears throat> when I came to Hammer, <clears throat> I, I decided to stay. By the way, I'm still going to stay. I decided to stay. Now, you saw The house, have you ever been tempted to leave this church? No. Because I decided a long time ago what I was going to decide when I saw temptation to leave coming. So I decided what to decide when the decision must be made. Hey, get up every morning and say I'm deciding the this morning to keep on going. And decide it before the decision gets there. When the decision gets there, he'll stumble over your decision already. I've decided... To keep on going. (laughs) I'm tempted. I've decided not to yield. So I have decided what I will decide before I have to make the decision. Student, you decide now. And you decide every day of your life, I am going to decide, stay in school till I finish. Decide that. Every time you see the temptation, you know know when it's going to be. You know when the temptation is going to come. So decide once and for all what you're going to decide and keep on deciding. Every day you say, I'm staying in college. I'm staying in college. I'm staying in college. I'm staying in college. I'm deciding to stay in college. I, I said a while ago, every morning I say, I'm not going to quit. I'm deciding not to quit. I'm deciding not to quit. Every morning, I'm deciding not to quit. Every morning, I'm deciding not to quit. Every morning, I'm deciding not to quit. And brother, when I see the devil coming my way, I make the decision before he gets there. And by the time he gets there, i have ready to punch him in the puss. That's why you stumble. You make too many decisions in life. I decided years ago, those five decisions. Money will never be an issue. Nobody will meddle with my preaching. I decided that, that I would, would make my decisions on the basis of what I thought was right and wrong. Number four, I decided to be loyal to principle and not to institutions. A college that I, that I'm, to which I'm loyal, I will not pledge my loyalty to it. There's some colleges to which I was loyal ten years ago, I'm not loyal to right now because they left the principles to which I'm loyal. And I decided. To be a friend to my friends. I'll mention this tonight. A dear friend of mine. John and I were talking about him a while ago on the platform. Dear friend of mine. is in unbelievable circumstances today. Unbelievable circumstances. Now, when I heard about it, I rushed to his defense. Rushed to his rescue. You said, the house, was it hard to decide to do that? Didn't decide to do it. I decided 43 years ago what to decide Friday, Thursday when I heard about my friend's problem. And every day I decide to decide to be a friend of my friend. What well, do you say to well, the house? I, I I lost a friend. Nobody loses a friend. You can't lose a friend. If you lost him. He wasn't your friend. And if he lost you, you weren't his friend. Friendship is like marriage. Just till so death do us part it's for life. I decided that years ago. I, I, whenever my friends need me, I will be a friend to my friends. I don't decide, shall I now be a friend to my friends? I decided a long time ago, when I faced this decision, I would decide now to be a friend to my friends. And brother, life is so much more simple that way. Every time you, de- every time you face a temptation, if you decide, shall I, be temp- shall I do it or not, you will someday do it. But if you decide once and for all what you're going to do when you face it, this is the decision I'm going to make. When I face the decision, this is what I'm going to make. Bless God, you'll make it one of these days. we father. Decide once and for all what you'll decide when the battles come. When the unemployment comes. When there's a lot of um, a month left at the end of the money. You decide what you'll decide. You decide when that time comes you'll not turn back. Mother alone, rearing your children, don't decide every day, every week, every month, every year, or every decade whether you're going to hang in there or not. You decide once and for all that when the devil comes and tries to get you to decide to turn back, you decide once and for all what your answer is going to be. Broken hearted parent, you decide you're going to keep on going. And you decide no matter what comes, when there comes a time when your heart is broken, I'll guarantee you that, I'll guarantee you there are 500 couples in this room this morning who are broken hearted about a child. I'll guarantee you that's true. You decide way back yonder, the to decide, I, whenever I come to a place where I'm about to doubt God, I am going to decide not to doubt God. I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, if you'll decide every day to do what you're supposed to do, then you won't have to decide what to do when the decision comes up. Young person, you decide to walk the aisle pure. So you decide now what you're going to do when that fella tempts you or that temptress tempts you. You decide now what you're going to do. My mama used to say to my sister, the "Young boy tries to do wrong with you." I, I can still see it. My sister used to be seventeen years old. Can you imagine that? I can hear my. I was seven. I can hear my mother saying, "Now, sister, you do this." My mother would take a, a high heel shoe, and brother, they were pointed in those days. A high heel shoe. She said that, huh, "Sister, that's the best weapon you'll ever have." You take that shoe, turn it around, hold it in your hand, and knock the stuffings out of that idiot with, with the heel. Well, you could kill somebody that way. Now decide, hey, this, you know, oh, he said, the House, I've been tempted and I yielded. If you were tempted and yielded, it's because you can decide back yonder what you're going to do when you're tempted. Joshua's about to die. But he says, My house, me and my house, we're going to serve God. The Jews had decided over and over again. Joshua, hey, remember back yonder when they came to Cadesparnia? They sent the spies out. Twelve spies went out in the land. They came back after having searched the land of Canaan. And ten says, or they all sent a land that flows of milk and honey. But ten of them said, "Uh, we're like grasshoppers in their sight. We can't possess the land. But Joshua and Caleb said, oh, yes, we can because Joshua had decided years ago to always say oh yes we can oh yes we can so when they came to a battle Joshua decided to say oh yes we can and I decided years ago when I come to a battle I'm going to say oh yes we can and when tough time comes I'm going to say oh yes we can but well, how can First Baptist can First Baptist Church make it oh yes we can can House Anderson College keep going oh yes we can where well, the demons of hell come against us can, oh yes we can Oh, yes, we can. And yes, you can. You decide once and for all what you'll decide when you see a decision coming so you can decide what you decide before the decision tempts you to decide. College wife, you decide what you're going to decide when you see the temptation to go back home coming. You decide what you're going to decide. You decide that you're going to decide to stay. You decide that you're going to decide to tough it out. You decide that you're going to decide not to turn back. Married student, You decide what you're going to decide when the temptation comes. You decide what you're going to decide when the folks back home say You ought to come back home get a good job. We'll give you fifty thousand a year back here. You decide what you're going to decide before you have to decide it or you'll end up back home and you'll be a failure in life. The great secret to the Christian life is doing what Joshua did. He decided way back yonder. Joshua didn't decide to go to Kadesh Barnea after he looked at Kadesh Barnea. Joshua didn't have to look at Kadesh Barnea. He didn't have to. Joshua knew he was going to keep, vo- vo- keep on going. He would have to go in there and look at it. And the truth is, that's when you get in trouble when you go in there and look at it. When that young boy that's unsaved asks you for a date, or that worldly kid at the high school asks you for a date, or that rule-breaking kid at the college asks you for a date, you ought not to have to say, will I go with him or not. You ought to decided to decide not to go with him. Somebody asked Jim Corbett one time, the famous former world's heavyweight. Hey, sailor, sit up back there. Sit up while I'm preaching. This is not nap time. This is preaching time. Somebody asked Jim Corbett one time, what's the success of your being heavyweight champion? He said, I just decided to fight the next round. I just decided to fight the next round. You decide that when the round is over, you decide that you're going to decide to go in for another round. 1 Corinthians fifteen thirty-one. Paul says, I die daily. Now, wait a minute. Paul did not say every day I decide whether to die or not. He said he decided a long time ago to decide every day to die. So I die daily. Luke nine twenty three, Jesus said, take up thy cross daily and follow me. He didn't say daily to decide to take up your cross. He said decide once and for all that every day you're going to decide to take up your cross. Isaiah 58, 2 says, seek God daily. Doesn't say decide every day whether or not you're going to seek God. It says decide once and for all that every day you are going to seek God. Man, the first thing I do when I get up in the morning is I say I'm not going to quit. And the devil says, "I'll tell you, I got there too late." Acts 17:11 says they searched the scriptures daily. Didn't say they decided every day whether or not to search the scriptures. They decided once and for all that every day they were going to search the scriptures. I'm saying there's a way that you can decide what you will decide when decisions come so you'll not decide to be wrong because you decided, back yonder, what you will decide. Good night! You folks having a hard time staying awake, no wonder you're going to end up one of these days backslidden. You're not interested enough in the Word of God. I'll guarantee you right now, I'll guarantee you, if the Chicago Bulls are playing the the, uh, Los Angeles Lakers right now, I'll guarantee you... They couldn't put you to sleep with fifty aspirins. You know why? That's exactly why you're more interested in the Lakers and the bulls and your the word of God and hanging on faithful to the end. Let me tell you something. Christians all across America, in our churches and behind our pulpits, are stumbling and falling, and the reason is they're making too many decisions. You think of every circumstance possible where you could face a decision. You sit down one of these days and you write it down. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to use this illustration and quit. Thirty-one years ago, this month, was a battle of battles here at this church. We pulled out the American Baptist Convention. We decided to have a piano on Sunday morning as well as Sunday night. We decided to have a congregational song leader on Sunday morning as well as Sunday night. We decided for separation. We decided to dissolve 22 committees. We had a battle royal. One Wednesday night, we had decided we are going to, I was going to stand behind the pulpit and the people would ask me any question. They wanted to ask me, now oh, wait a minute. I got in the basement of our house. I wrote down every question I could think of that I might be asked. Wrote it down, top of the sheet of paper. In the quiet of my home, in the basement of our home, I wrote my answer. I walked the pulpit that night. You say, were you scared? Not a bit. Because there's no question they could ask me that I would not have known how to answer. I had it all written down. I walked up there with a stack of papers. And I said, what, what question do you want to ask? Somebody asked a question over here. I thumbed to that question that I had predicted they'd ask. And there was the whole answer all written down. I just read it word for word. I didn't have to, to spontaneously respond. Every single question that was asked me that night, I had already thought about what I was going to say and how I was going to answer it. And the great secret to your life is to do exactly what I did that night. You think of all the possibilities of life. And you know what they are. Mother-rearing kids alone, throw in the towel. You know what they are. Give up. You know what they are. Write them down. Or either in your mind indelibly place the answers there. So you like Joshua can say. Okay you folks. It's time for you to decide again. I've never had to decide. I decided back in Egypt. I don't have to decide. Because I decided years ago. What to do. Before the decision ever got there. So as far as being we in my house concerned. Put us down. We're going to serve the Lord. Joshua. You sure made the right decision. Didn't make it. Didn't make it. Years ago. I decided. To say. At a time like this. As for me and my house. We'll serve the Lord. The great answer to the Christian life. I've taught you this morning. Decide. Once and for all, what you're going to decide when you see a decision coming, and before the alternative has a chance to explain its side, you decide. Thank you for listening to the Classic Sermons podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. To listen to many more powerful sermons, visit our website, PreachTheBible.org.